Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Life Ain't So Black and White. I'm Brent Marson. And I'm Darius Othello-Jones, and we invite you to accompany us as we explore a variety of topics and discussions through a perspective compiled from people with mixed ethnicities. And on that note, let's learn. All right, well, here we go. Yeah, buddy. First episode. It's going to be the best one we do. <laughs> all the practice that we have as well, right? All the all the experience yeah. doing this. Um, so much experience. But it's, uh, it is nice that it's come together. I mean, we had this idea, um, you know, back in November, I guess, of 2022. And, yep. you know, put uh, took the holidays off kind of and uh, put the time in and here we are. We've been wanting to do a podcast for years. We've been, uh, we just didn't know, you know, it never came to fruition. We were working on what should we do. Remember we had one, we'd pull some ideas out of a hat and stuff that kind of went nowhere, but now right. this is the first time we've actually brought it to, uh, to the plate. So congratulations. Well, I think, yeah, congratulations to you as well. Um, I mean, I think what is just with any podcast, I think what is works for us is the content is you know quite close to us and it's something that um you know we can actually speak to which i think is you know what most podcasts are about you know having one person or two people who can kind of speak to um their own topics um or a topic and i think this one um describes us perfectly so i mean best way to kind of get into it you know why we started to do this in the first place so um, how about your perspective first? What what intrigued you about this idea? Um, well, for anybody listening, um, I'm Darius, by the way, since it's episode one. This voice is Darius. <laughs> and I'm Brent. Um, yeah, hi, Brent. Um, well, I'll start by saying how we met. We met in school, Fanshawe College, even up to then, which was, it was uh, 2007 we met, and that was roughly 16 years ago so put that in perspective that that's our friendship right yeah meeting brent this other person that looks like me i'm like hey this kid looks like me we should be friends (laughs) and then he opened his mouth and he's just like oh i'm brent and i think that oh i don't know why i gave you in that type of oh i'm brent and i'm so cool I guess that's, a, I had a, I had a fan crowd. I was, I was your only fans before only fans. Yeah. Ooh, imagine. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that, um, 16 but yeah, years I, I remember, yeah, 16 years. And I just remember uh, seeing you and I was just like, oh, this, this guy's got some good ideas. I like the way he speaks. I like the way he thinks. And I remember the one thought I had and it was, I think we are going to be good friends and I really want to work with this guy. Mm. 16 years later, we're still good friends and we're still working together, even if it's not. Yeah. Like this podcast. So yeah. Trying to find ways. I mean, we went to school for broadcast television and while I'm not necessarily in that right now, um, you know, it definitely lends well to, to your technical background still and, and, you know, doing the, the tech side of things. So I think it's, it just, it just still works out. And I'd like the, the concept of or the idea that we're still trying to figure out ways of working together, you know, 16 years later, that's, that's, wow. That's, I, I feel old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're both creatives. Um, I'm not happy unless I'm constantly learning something new, trying to create something new and then taking what I've learned and create the next thing. Mm-hmm. So I think this is exactly, that's, 
a big reason why I wanted to do this podcast. I wanted to try to do podcasting. I wanted to learn more about obviously the tech stuff. I'm, I'm huge into tech. I'm a big fan. And, uh, I don't know much about my culture, my ethnicity. I'm, you know, I grew up in a very small Northern Ontario town. And when I say small, it's not a small city. And I, I grew up, it's always the same story when people say, where are you from? I'm like, here we go. It's from a small mining town, four hours between Sault Ste. Marie and Thunder Bay. Then you turn half an hour off the highway, you go into the forest and there's my town, Manitowoc. And if you want to leave, you go back the way you came. So that's, you know, and that, and that town was mostly of um, white people. So I was, you know, the black kid, the black family. Um, and there wasn't much to learn about my culture or my background. It was always that. And so that's a big reason why I'm interested in this topic. I still don't know a lot about it. And I'm, you know, 35. So I thought it would be something else that I should look into. And uh, here we are. What about you? It's almost like uh, like an exploration into, you know, who you are. Um, and I think that mm. is quite just, I don't know, in the, in the coming of age kind of story that we all kind of go through, you know, it's, especially I'd say like in your twenties, you're kind of just preoccupied with just trying to live your life and have a good time. And then, you know, maybe even like early thirties is, you know, kind of settling down and, you know, you've kind of been there, done that in terms of a lot of things, in terms of like trips or travel or, you know, gone to the bars or, you know, relationships or whatever. And so, you know, there comes a time, I think in your life where, you know, you kind of start to look back so you know how to go forward. Right. And we do that a lot when we, you know, look at our careers or our friendships or something. And so to, to look at, you know, your, especially, you know, some of the things, like why you do some of the things you do, like maybe not necessarily like mannerisms per se, but you know, why, um, I don't know, like gene genealogy, right? Like with your parents, like, you know, what traits do you have from your parents? Whether like visual um, traits, like your, you know, your nose, your eyebrows. Like I got, you know, for me specifically, I, I have, I don't know, I call it like the, the, the Marsan eyebrows, which are just, you know, really bushy eyebrows <laughs> that I mean, it seems like everyone, at least on my dad's side, like has, you know, and it's, it's one of those traits that I've just, you can't really like, you know, um, trace it back to anything in particular like but it's just one of those things going forward where i you know i even see um other family members and cousins and they have it too and it's just it's kind of like oh like you know you must be a marson just be a marson you know so um you guys do stand out of a crowd yeah that's uh (laughs) you got the marson look we gotta be a marson we do the marson charm yeah charming family that would be uh yeah that would be a nice trait to have for sure but uh yeah for i mean for for me why i wanted to do this is kind of similar to to you you know i i think it's important to you know learn a little bit about sort of your history so that you can you know um sort of redefine or define the path ahead and and sort of um what you know just just growth um it's a good word and i think there is also an opportunity here because you know it a lot of it has happened um in the world of the last couple of years especially i'd say north america i think you know in other places in the world it's a little bit um 
I don't know, generally more progressive, let's say. Um, but I think in North America, a lot has, has definitely happened um, in terms of the way people are treated and, and why they're treated a certain way. And mm-hmm. um, as part of that, you know, there's there's kind of like the, the white conversation and there's like the black conversation. And I have always just kind of found being of, you know, mixed ethnicity and, you know, mother being white and father being black, um, even though, you know, we, both, we have that in common too, which is another thing. My father's also black, my mother's white. So that's another thing for sure. Right. And it, I mean, even though like, you know, Canadian, I think, you know, it's different if it's, um, you know, emigrated here or whatever the case, but, you know, generally going mm-hmm. back they're you know, they're Torontonians, you know, almost before anything else. Right. Which I think kind of helps, um, at least tell a little bit about my, uh, backstory, uh, which also differs from yours, which is, I think is a, also an interesting yeah. perspective and, and why this works. Um, but I just, overall, I just didn't, I didn't really hear, or I wasn't really hearing a conversation happening between, or of those who, you know, were, you know, mixed, um, you know, it was either, either just white or either just black. And, you know, based on the name of this podcast, you know, I think there's sort of a perspective in between, um, because, you know, the world kind of, forces you to, to choose a side per se right and did you feel growing up that you were on one side or the other because in mine like like I said my town was mostly white people so other than my dad and my sister you know I was surrounded by a white culture I was surrounded by the northern type of culture in my town it was all hunting mining you know uh, there were some sports and stuff but you were outdoor activities in the bush with a white culture. And so I didn't even really, unless I saw it on TV or my dad tried to sit me down and teach me about my black background. I never, I wasn't open to it. Like even meeting you when I met you in 2007, I was like, Oh, here's someone who's, you know, looks like me, makes me feel like I'm not alone in the friend group or the room, the school, you know, going even to, London, Ontario was huge for me. I'd never been in a city like that on my own. I didn't know how to ride a bus. You know, I remember getting on the 14, trying to go to class, not realizing the 14A took me the other direction. Mm -hmm. I got lost, missed that class. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was Mm -hmm. a fun day. But just things like that where people were like, you know, I don't even know how to use a bus and I'm this. I'm surrounded by now for the first time, people of a bunch of different cultures, backgrounds, I remember a girl told me, I, th- I think you're hot. We should hang out. And I, I was actually shocked. Like me, not any of these, me, like, look at me. I'm different. I had that mindset because of where I grew up. I was mm-hmm. the kid that looked different. I was odd. I think that's how at least I thought. Well, I, I, I mean, you tell me, I want to obviously hear your, your opinion, but I, I don't think, cause you asked the question, you know, what did you think kind of growing up? I almost don't think it was. In a, in a way, my decision. I think it was what other people thought I was growing up. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. Well, you're trying to figure out who you are and all you have is what they think of you at that at that age. Exactly. Right. Like my parents were never like, you know, they'd never say, oh, you're black or you're white or you're black and white. It was, you know, you're my child. Right. It was only when you went out into society that and in a social setting that they essentially would sometimes put a label on you. Right. And so. I think growing up, I think thankfully growing up kind of where I grew up in, in Scarborough, um, there was a lot of different cultures and diverse cultures. And I don't even think I was the yeah. only mixed 
um, kid in, excuse me, in the school, um, which, which definitely did help. Um, I think the, I almost, and not, you know, when you're a kid, it, it doesn't really make sense, right? Like you don't have the context of, um, you know, different backgrounds or any, you just have your friends, right? Like what they look like is kind of what they look like. You don't, you don't know you like right. oh they like you know this type of food and you know that's that's kind of a bit of their background but you don't know because they look a certain way that you know they need to be treated treated deep differently or you know something else right and so i think what's interesting too is you know also going to london that was also a bit of a different experience so you know definitely in parts of london where i grew up it there wasn't a lot of diversity um there was um i mean even yeah even in my class i mean the, the good thing is um when i had gone to like move from toronto to london there was kids in my class who that weren't mixed but there was some diversity there i mean most of them were still you know white um and I, that did help but at the same time it was like night and day because I came from a school where I think it was almost balanced in terms of like the divide the different diverse backgrounds even you know compared to you know white to black to maybe not mixed but like um you know Spanish or Hispanic to you know it was maybe five percent of the class was diverse and so that was an interesting experience because I had sort of grown up with this like diverse um society or, or sort of background um and then it's almost like you hit a wall and then so did you feel so are you saying that you felt more like isolated at an older age closer to when we met versus i would have been the opposite and felt that i was exploring myself for the first time at the first time you were realizing that it wasn't so diverse yeah yeah that's interesting we've never had that conversation before just now that's something i'd like to talk to you about but i'll save it for this podcast <laughs> well that's why we're doing this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly there you go world ain't so black and white mm. there you go but uh yeah i that's actually sorry that just hit me hard because my whole life i was just felt like i was i remember asking my dad why do i look this way why am i like this why am i so different and then you grow up and you find out there is a whole culture out there. There is everybody that feels the way you do. But depending on where you grow up, the small mining town versus Scarborough versus meeting in London. And yeah, and now especially the way the, you know, the climate of today's culture is with all the media and the, and the way people speak and think and respect each other. Or if someone doesn't respect each other and says one thing, cancel culture. People are just becoming much more aware, you know, and I guess the whole, the, the whole point of this episode, other than introducing our, and talking about our backgrounds is the fact that we wanted to talk about both of us found out mutually that mulatto, the word mulatto, the term mulatto was a negative term. And at least for me, I think for you, but I, I used to, when I first found out, I was like, wow, what a sexy word. Makes me feel, you know, ooh, milk chocolatey mulatto, you know. And then I look in the history, and I'm like, oh, it's an extremely derogatory term. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, just in this conversation around starting this podcast, 
I realized that. So like years into my life, and it's interesting because how I was kind of first introduced to the word was through, you know, my parents, you know? And so for your parents to say, oh, you know, this is, you know, what essentially you're, you're called in a way to, you know, not to put a label on it, but, um, and then to find out years later that it's, it's, you know, now deemed a negative word. But I, again, in doing the history of the, the word, it seems like in some cultures and in areas of the world, it's not necessarily negative, you know? So it's almost like maybe in North America or in Canada, it's, it's negative. Um, but in cultures where there, you know, a lot of the population are already mixed, um, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's potentially not negative or they might have a different word for it, but it's just like a localized language word. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, f I found that out too when I was looking, saying like, we're referring to someone that was, that had a, a black parent and a white parent. I'm sure that you've heard of the movie Birth of a Nation. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and so that there's a really big depiction of a black man who passes as white because of his tone of skin and then leads a bunch of black people to, you know, on an attack versus the white people. Uh, there was, uh, you know, terminology like the tragic mulatto or mulata for the female always depicted as someone who's a, you know, biracial child, usually from, uh, a, a white slave master who forcefully had relations with his slave um, who would have the mixed child and that it was depicted as a sexual being, seductive, perverse, violent, suicidal, and the self-hatred of look what I am. I'm, I'm not pure. I'm not white. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't know. It's a heavy topic when you look into where that word actually was rooted from. And it's, 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 there's so much, you know, history is kind of, as we know, kind of told by uh, the victors in, in, or the winners in, in most cases. And just in doing research, um, something that I, I mean, I didn't really know, but um, uh, have you heard of the, the one drop rule? Um, you'll have to refresh my memory. I'm not, I don't think so, but go ahead. So the one drop rule is a legal principle of racial classification that was prominent in the 20th century United States. It asserted that any person with even one ancestor of black ancestry is considered black. Um, mm. And that, I mean, that to me is, you know, just obviously half the story, you know, in a, in well, of course. a way, right? And so this is, um, again, going back to kind of where things were before to where they are now i think it's changed a lot and kind of going back to the word that that was more of a story of like how the word was um kind of removed in certain societies and how it's still kind of prevalent in um you know in today's society in certain cultures um but yeah it's it's the power of the word i guess is kind of what i'm trying to get at is um how a, I don't know, I guess a word or a term or, or a label um, can be deemed negative in, in so many different ways for sure. But it's trippy how, if not, I guess my question being, if not mulatto, then what are we? You know, like how do you, how else would you define it? 
Yeah, and it depends, obviously, where you grew up, who, what area you were from, you know, uh, things. Well, I don't know. What terms do you remember? I remember terms, obviously, mixed as a term, like especially in 2023. What are we hearing now that or what aren't we hearing that used to be something that was acceptable? Have you ever heard the word half cast before? Like no. you're not fully one or the other. Yeah. Half cast was a big one. Whitewashed. I'm sure you yeah, yeah. are aware of. Yeah. And I heard whitewashed all the time. That was a big one. Mm-hmm. Lighty. That was more, um, you know, like hey, lighty, come over here. Yeah. And that was more from like a black culture that I was the light skinned kid. So again, it's all who you're around and how they're referring to you. You're ethnically ambiguous. Mm. You're just kind of not one or the other. You're just kind of, you know, the purgatory of each side until I met more people like you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I will, I know maybe this is maybe the first episode is, you know, pretty, uh, pretty heavy for the first episode, but I think, you know, it's kind of ripping the bandaid off and, you know, ideally it opens it up for um, the rest of the conversation. But I, you know, in, in a couple instances, I have met people who are, you know, generally interested in, in my background. Um, and, and I mean, I'm sure you might have gotten the question before, too. You know, the classic, like, what's your background? But then, you know, we actually have. Kind of, what are you? Yeah. What are you? <laughs> Just straight up. Oh, so what are you? Yeah. Or it's it's a, depending on how they say it, who said it, how well they know you the context of how it all changes. I'm like, well, I'm Darius. Do you want to, what do you mean? What am I? I'm male. You know, do you want to know my background? Do you want to know if my sexual orientation, what I refer to myself as, as a gender, like, what are you asking? It's so, and then immediately you'll notice, or at least I do a lot of times the person that asked that question immediately. Oh, oh no, 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 no. What I meant with, and I'm like, why do you, why are you back and tracking so much? Like it's it's a that big question common. when someone questions it back. Yeah, and then, and so I mean that's ninety five percent of the time I you know I that is the experience I do have, and then five percent of the time I do get people who are you know generally interested. You know they'll like they'll mm-hmm. pick out traits. Um, like I remember when I was working um, in retail like years ago, and because it's different when it's your point when it's like um, a friend or, you know, you're at a party and you're meeting someone, but this was just like a random, you know, person who um, didn't even ask me for help. Two two minutes into meeting you. Like, Oh, by the way, what do you know? He was like, he was kind of shopping around and he didn't even ask me. Um, He's like, you know, didn't ask, you know, where's the, I don't know, the jackets or whatever. He just kind of like looked at me and he was just like, Oh, like what's your background? And, um, uh, I told him he's like oh yeah like I can I can see it he's like I can see it in like your nose and and something else I forget what he said and I was like oh um but this again I'd almost say this guy might have been mixed and or um because I had said I would uh, uh background was you know West Indies and he had picked it up like the, the Caribbean in my nose and I was like oh like that's that's really interesting so it those are com- good conversations that I like to have, and then you know the the conversation goes broader where you try and you know learn a little bit more, and you know you have some sort of commonality that you can build off of. Um, versus, but that's that's so interesting though, and sp- sorry to cut in, but what you just said of and that's one of the good experiences because the first time you said that I could tell by your nose, depending on your obviously you and I grew up differently. 
when I heard that, I would get so upset. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is it about my nose? What about me? What I can't like immediately that just makes me feel like they're talking down to me. What are you? What are you? It's again, like the tone of the question. Yes. Yeah. The body language, the how how curt they are, how fast they were asked to the way they looked at you. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Again, that's probably most instances. This guy, I don't know, he just seemed really cool. So uh, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was again a positive experience. And you know, for the for the ten times you get asked, you know, what you are, and like the you know the one time, um, you know, someone can kind of relate to you. I think that is, um, to be honest, I think that's something that you know we're going to see more and more. Um, I think. Um, we, you know, maybe our parents' generation or before our parents' generation, you know, you didn't really have a lot of, um, uh, you know, mixed race children. Mm-hmm. Um, but our parents' generation, you see a lot. And then even more so now, I think you see a lot. So I think, you know, as we progress in this podcast and, you know, talk about some of the things we see in society and in film and in movies, that's the same thing in music. Um, you know, I, I think those conversations will, will come out a little bit more. And I think uh, kind of going back to the purpose of all this, this is why we're doing this. We, we kind of want to shed some light on this topic and this conversation. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to doing more. It's a bottomless pit, man. It's an endless category. We could talk about this topic all year. Well, we plan to. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah here's the hoping yeah no 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 that's that's great um i didn't even think it would take this much time to introduce each other and just give a genuine background and even in that half hour that we just did i learned a lot about you that after 16 years i was like really huh i gotta listen to you more <laughs> really listen <laughs> well again like who has the platform to talk about well, not who has the platform but like it's not like you're at I don't know, a party and you're, you know, you're bringing this kind of stuff up or, you know, again, I think in, in most of, at least in, in our friend group or the friend group that, um, you know, race isn't, ethnicity isn't really a thing. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. you like sports or, you know, you like music or whatever. It's, it's less kind of where you're from and just what your general interests are. So I, that's, that's the world kind of going forward. I, I do hope. I hope so. I agree with you half on that. I will say that's where the world is moving toward. Yes. But I will also use us as an example. Your background and my background were extremely different. And in this conversation that we just had, we just proved to each other that when we met in 2007, you were feeling a little more isolated and I was feeling like I was seeing a whole new world, like something that opened me up to, oh, I am not alone in a box, but you know, for future episodes, stay tuned. Episode one. Congratulations, Brent. We did it. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, thank you for everybody that's listening. Hope to have other people join us on this podcast to get other perspectives on the topics. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out. You can reach us at life ain't so podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, until next time, I'm Darius. And I'm Brent. And uh, just remember that life ain't so black and white.
and our opinions are our own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>